passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Is he liberally conservative or conservatively liberal? This isn't you. Probably depends on how much Nicorette he's chewed. <laughs> yeah, I know. From Fox News, the immensely entertaining Tucker Carlson is on the line. Now, I don't necessarily know that, Tucker, have you actually been on air yet on Fox News, or is it just a fancy title? Oh, no, every day. Well, every day. What time? Uh, different times. I'm going on today at... Let's see, 11 this morning and 10 tonight. Now, how, how soon in advance do you know when you're going to go on? Or do they just call you up and go, hey, we need you right now? No, 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 no. In like a week in advance. Oh, okay. That's not yeah, so bad. But right. I'm really, I'm doing a documentary. I think a couple documentaries for them. Well, how, so I've been, how do you like I've the atmosphere? i doing this documentary. How do you like the atmosphere at Fox as compared to MSNBC? I mean, is it, is is it more it? relaxed or, or what are you talking here? It's much more organized. That's like the first thing you know. Like, well, they've been really nice to me, which I appreciate. Super nice. Yeah, but now it's they, organized. Are they paying you? Are they paying you? Are they paying you competitively? Yeah, I mean, they're not paying me, you know, millions of dollars, but they're yeah, they're paying me a fair wage. What's the most I mean, money? Look, what's the most money you ever made in in, in in television? Don't lie, like you do a lot. Uh, I mean, what's this? Well, the, that's not really how it works. Actually, it's it. You kind of have to combine it with speeches. I mean, it's like the whole. I love you to death, but don't tell me how things work around here as far as, I, I like, what was your biggest base salary for being a television host? Not the ancillary dollars, you know, not the speeches or anything like that, I, but just like, you know, what's the, what's your biggest salary that you ever got for a, t- for a TV show? There is literally no chance I would reveal that on the air <laughs> in a million years. Like, I, I call me after the show. I'm happy to tell you everything, but okay. there's just no way well, I would I mean, ever admit that. I would think that a guy like yourself that money means nothing to because you have so much would, you know, not be the highest paid guy in the world. But it takes a pretty, pretty damn good fair sum to get you over somewhere. So, you know, at the end of the day, it's all you just it's just all dabbling at best and based on almost like a type of ho- a, a hobby. <laughs> Well, what, one thing you learn when you grow up in a castle and look out across the moat every day at the hungry peasants out in the village yeah. is you don't want to stoke envy among the proletariat because at any moment so you they had could that when you had that Mexican, when you had that African American uh, shining the rims on your Bentley that doesn't uh, provoke them to be a little envious. Oh no 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 no! I I only I only have you know American white servants you're such a liar you're a liar no no no. it's true no and you know why it's not because i'm racist it's because i'm not it's because i i i feel better beating them you know what i mean i told you this you mean you'll get you'll get get less heat when you when you beat up a white guy from west virginia (laughs) than if you beat a black guy you know from somewhere right when i cane them yes so So i just feel like it would be disruptive if i gave my salary out no i mean there's no way but 
you know, I mean, TV's, look, you get paid more than you deserve. There's no doubt about I that. I mean, God, the one, Brent, who's the one guy that I hate that makes $5 million over there at MSNBC? Chris Matthews. Are you kidding me? $5 million. Five, I mean, I, those ratings and that horrible yeah, show. Yeah, $5 million, Are you kidding me? Seriously. Have you? Do you look at the ratings on that show ever? Uh, yeah, well, they're non-existent, basically. Yeah, I mean, who needs to look at them? I know they suck. They're horrible. Terrible. Well, I they're know. horrible. Awful. And now that Glenn Beck's on, they've gotten worse. I mean, yeah, I mean, they're they're actually really bad. Yeah, like, well, yeah, yeah. No for instance, yeah, no, no, it's totally. I mean, they're awful. You can look them. I look them up every single day. There's and, no justification for paying that guy five million dollars. Yeah, I don't really understand what it is. I and will then that say one, he's got like the the nicest, some of the nicest producers in television. I will tell you people. this, man. The one guy though that took over your gig, that monkey mouth looking bitch, is he doing Meet the Press? He's now? got Meet the Press. How it's the a, hell did he fall into that? Be honest with it, me. It, How the hell, <laughs> hell did he fall into that? It's it's the Peter Principle and the Peter Plan. The Peter Principle is you promote somebody to the point where they're incompetent. So they've com- completely kept promoting this guy to the point of his incompetence, which is Meet the Press. He is terrible on there. I literally have no idea, but the numbers, I mean, George Stephanopoulos is going to win. Yeah, well, George Stephanopoulos actually ha- you know, knows how to ask a tough question. Well, George Stephanopoulos is, man, I mean, you know, he's a made man. He's a made man. And David Gregory was a good White House reporter. He is not a good host of a television show. He's got a, he's got a Joker slash monkey mouth almost kind of deal. Yeah, well, that's that's the first thing I noticed. Yeah, I hate know. to say it, but that is the first thing I noticed. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't take my eyes off of his features. <laughs> He's a chimpanzee with silver hair. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, Ned, you look I at mean, that mouth straight and fantasize, of the you? There's quite a mouth. Yeah. Wait, can I, can, can, I, can I just read you some numbers very quick? These are really interesting. This is on last Wednesday. Chris Matthews at, uh, let's say, 5 o'clock. In the, this is in the demographic, the 25 to 54, right? This is like... The money demo. Just, yeah, the money demo. I mean, obviously... 95. He gets a 95. The 6 p.m. show with Ed Schultz gets an 80. By contrast, on Fox, the 5 p.m. gets what? a 490. Yeah, that's Glenn Chris Beck. Matthews is, yeah, gets five times the audience. Yep. Oof. Glenn Beck. And I think Glenn Beck said the other day that he's making $2 million a year. Well, Fox. he might make $2 million. Uh, no, I think he, I actually think he's making ten million a year. No, that was his radio. No, 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 no. Well, I don't know, but that's what he said the other day. That was, that was radio. Ten million, uh, two million a year from Fox. That, that, I, yeah, Clear I, Channel pays him ten million a year. Yeah, I I, I agree because I, I know that Clear Channel pays him ten million a year. So why why worry about what what television's paying you when it's just you know it's your counter, that's just another medium, another yeah, vehicle. You're just you're the bottom line is you're just doing counter. You know you're you're cross promoting. And Glenn Beck makes yeah. a lot of money. He makes a lot of money. Like Tucker says, he goes around and goes out on tour, and and he makes a ton doing that Who that not? guy's a worker man yeah. I, the other yesterday i'm watching glenn beck with the sound off i was in there was a meeting in my office and i had the sound off and even with the sound off i like couldn't take my eyes off it that, yeah. i kind of like that guy he's an entertainer well, he yeah. really is you know he's, he's a guy that came from radio and he gets it and he realizes that you have to be over the top on radio you don't have the luxury of a visual and so it transferred quite you know there's a lot of there's been some people in the radio that, that can't make the transfer uh and he is not one of them he has done a great job but he, don't but but make no mistake talk if if 9-11 hadn't happened uh, Glenn Beck would be nowhere where he is but right now. But it did now. happen. So, but it did know, happen. So, right. so therefore, it worked out very, and very well for him. Well, we were we were in the building with him that day when 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 Clear Channel when when nine eleven happened. Clear Channel uh, took Glenn Beck and and completely propped him up to give him the push and give him the rub. Well, to you take know, him to the no, next hold level. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Or did he have the wherewithal to say that this is what I need to do? Yeah, no, I think it's I, a I little think bit of both. A little bit of both. And on 9-11, we, we were broadcasting at the same time Glenn Beck was in the same building that day, and we did a far better job than Glenn Beck did. And that's not a slight against 
Glenn Beck, that we just did a better job of reporting that day. So what? I mean, what, what's he like? He's, he's, a, he's actually not a, not a bad yeah. guy to deal with. He really isn't. I, I've had plenty of conversations with him, and uh, his he's got a radio. Well, let's, get, let's get him on the. Oh, we can't. He's clear he's, channel. Clear channel won't let him. Yeah, well, he's got a radio him. producer named Stu, who's not a bad guy. I mean, personally, to deal with him in the hallways, he's never been anything but nice. to Yeah, me. I mean, he had some. You know, he's just a regular. You know what? To be honest, Glenn Beck's a regular guy. He's a regular dude, and he's a smart guy, uh, and he knows how to work the system. And he uh, and he real and he capitalized on nine one nine eleven, and uh, more so than anybody. And and God bless him. That's what I got. To say. And, and when he had his rally for America here in Clearwater, he had me come out and speak. He invited me to come out and speak, and uh, I spoke after Jeb Bush and before Con- Congressman Bill Arrakis. And he's always wow. been he's always been very very cordial and very nice to me. So I have nothing See, now, bad to Glenn say. Glenn Beck him. gets it. He's the kind of Republican that 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 the new age Republicans are looking for. He is a guy. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, he's not like Rush. You know, Rush is an idiot, and I really think that this is all going to come back and backfire on Rush, to be honest with you. Uh, I think that people like the the message that Glenn Beck delivers, and I think that he delivers it as a man's man, common sense, but he can still pander uh, and and garner, uh, you know, the uh, the older the older demographics and the women that are that are needed as well. I think Glenn Beck got it dialed in, my my opinion well wait you think rush is if rush is so stupid why does he have you know why does he support am radio single-handedly well it's, it's i'm not, not saying that he's stupid i, I mean not, obviously not he's brilliant he's not, yeah not broadcasting we're not talking about broadcasting stupid we're just talking about his 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 attitude on i the think air that is, i think that this ridiculous. i think that this new you know attitude that he has this anti-obama you know idiot type deal is gonna i mean that worked with clinton uh, but we're—it's a different situation in, in, in today's environment. I—I I think that he's just got such big Republican blinders on that—that that, uh, that's was the demise of the party. And the they com- have to give, got to give and take a little bit. And the company he works for is about to go under. I mean, not that it's his fault. He's the only, one of the only successful things on What's there. What's your opinion on it, uh, Tucker? Well, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't listen to Rush Limbaugh. Ever because I don't really drive. I mean, I live in the city, and I. I no, mean, you're, I just, you're you're driven. You're, you're driven. Yeah, exactly. I'm driven, and all the way at the back of my stretch limo, I literally couldn't even hear the radio <laughs> right. that far from the right. driver. But, but and the radio is so '80s I, for you. You're on a different. You know, you got your iPod, and you know, probably satellite uplink. You know, the radio is just so '80s for you. That's completely right. right. Actually, I still use a Walkman. But I think um, somebody. Need, I mean, look. I think it's important to have people dissenting from the program. I think that Barack Obama is still given this huge pass by the press is still worshipped by most reporters and i want someone to dig into what he's actually doing yeah i do too so, uh, i'm kind of glad rush limbaugh's here i do too but i want it to be uh more intelligent instead of just throwing out ridiculous assertions that just make no sense at all which is what rush limbaugh does there's guys on the dissent with obama that i like like neil bortz i i think neil bortz does a good job of dissenting and having a, a, a different opinion I think Rush does an awful job. I mean, he is—he's out of his mind. With I think Glenn Beck does a good job. Yeah, but Glenn Beck does a good but, job. But Rush is just so—I mean, honest to God, Barack Obama or any Democrat for that matter could come up with a cure for AIDS, and Rush Limbaugh would have a problem with it. He'd find something wrong with it. And I think—I think—I think we're over that mentality. I think everybody. I, I agree with that. Everybody. No, I mean, I agree with you. I think that partisanship. Just like pure loyalty to a party, you know, I like you because you're a Democrat, or I like you because you're a Republican, I hate you because you're not. 
That's that is stupid, and I don't know if Limbaugh does that or not. But I I think that's exactly that what he does. All, that's all he does. That's all he does. And and one of the reasons why I think that Barack Obama, as you said, has been given a pass by Americans and by the media is I think that. For the first time, he doesn't play, although he might play partisan politics, not to the tune of what most people have. I think he's a breath of fresh air. He may be a buffoon and an idiot with political pundits like yourself that know what he's doing. But I think that the average person right now, he's a breath of fresh air compared to what we've been force fed for the last however many years. You know who has the biggest problem with Obama right now is the left. The left has the biggest problem with Obama right now. Because he's, he's the first guy, true. I mean, I Tucker, think, he's the I first guy that, you know, he's kind of, uh, I wouldn't say he's middle of the road, but I mean, he's the most middle of the road uh, uh, liberal Democrat we've had in there, is he not? He, he definitely no, is. No, he's the most far left Democrat we've ever had in my in, in, in American well, history. No, he just, again, happens, no, to, no, he just are, happens to have a really appealing, are you, calm, soothing as, personality. Are you being rushed right now? He's a good no, guy as far with as, terrible politics. As far as economic you know, policies, he is. I mean, he's very but, left. But on, but, he's the farthest left we've ever had. It's hold just, on. You don't, you, I'm watching him yesterday on TV talk about Iran and say things that I think are genuinely stupid. Like right. I think he honestly doesn't have any idea what he's talking now, let me about. Ask you a question. Let and me I'm ask. listening to this, and I'm thinking to myself, this guy is so soothing that if I wasn't listening to the words, I would agree with it because let me ask you a question. he's likable. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Wasn't the most – now, you're going to get mad at me at saying this, okay? I promise no, no, no. I promise you you are. And I'm probably going to p- piss off a lot of people. And I'm not a smart man, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not. I don't proclaim to be a smart man. This is not the excellent broadcast on ta- talent on loan from God. I don't have any talent. This is this is talent on loan for a couple hillbillies that had sex back in 65 uh, over the transmission of a 65 Chevy and morphed me into this. It's what it is. It's bamboozling at its finest. It's smoke and mirrors with a great support staff. I'll tell you the last person that is guilty of what Barack Obama is doing is Ronald Reagan. I'm going to tell you this right now. I mean, Ronald Reagan, Brent, you know, is is supposed to be the end-all, be-all. But Ronald Reagan centered himself around good people and was a great communicator. Yes. And, you know, not – and he – and if you didn't yes. listen to – if you didn't listen to him necessarily – uh, he was very soothing. He was very fatherlike. He was very, you know, worldly. Now, you know, now, now, Tucker, what's your opinion on that? I'm not saying that he was an idiot. Well, I'm I think not you're saying- partly right. I mean, I think you're right in that Reagan had a, a way of communicating that that calmed people down. Not everybody. A lot of people hated Reagan. And that's but- what we need right now. We need to be calmed down. We need to be ensured that it's okay. Now, well, I agree. Now, Manson I'm, I'm said, complimenting Obama. I, I think that that's. I mean, his tone is. Remarkable. It's pitch perfect. I mean, I disagree with everything he says, and I don't hate him. Mel Manson but says, you know, as far as economic-wise, he's one of the most most liberal and to the left, which I would probably agree. But now, wouldn't you have to agree? Now, everybody's going to think that I'm a big Obama mark. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm fag for him. I want to have interracial gay love. No, I'm just saying. Yeah. Would you? Uh, no. Well, yeah, I probably would. <laughs> anyway, but here's yeah, the Yeah, I mean, you will. Let's be totally honest. I mean, let's be totally honest. In your cap. I mean, let's, let's be totally honest. Hi, I'm Bob of the Love Sponge, and I've never... Uh, I mean, if you're going to do it, you might as well do it the commander-in-chief. Yeah, I never frolicked around in any manhood-type uh, uh, sexual parameters. Except but for if, Hogan. Uh, but, uh, you know, besides t- uh, Hulk Hogan, uh, me and him French kissing a few times, I, I, I happen to, uh, to take care of uh, Barack Obama. Yeah, you know, go ahead and call me a homo. So, <laughs> so anyway, uh, Tuck, here's the deal. Maybe our country is so upside down and so messed up that it would take now hey tuck uh, this is just 
purely argument reasons. I, I probably am 100% stupid and wrong, but maybe the reason why he is so far to the left economic-wise is because anything short of that will not work because we are so – I don't think that since, you know, the depression of the 30s have we been in these struthers. What's your, I mean, what's your feelings on that? Well, that's right. And, I mean, I, Barack Obama didn't get us there in the first place. He's not responsible for that, and I'm not blaming him for it. I think, though, that a measure of leadership is, you know, of a leader is how he responds in crisis, and I think Obama's response to this has been, like, crazy. But, I mean, how can and you... How can incredibly you, stupid. But how and can I, you, and, how and can you say that? Yet? I mean, how can you say... we? Uh, I think you would agree that nobody right now... Now, you know what, Tucker? A year from now, 18 months from now, if we're still in these problems, I will agree with you. I don't want to be construed as drinking the Obama Kool-Aid. But how can you say that they're stupid and that they're not well thought out? That you can't... You no, It's not been enough time... Uh, for anybody, for anybody to well, be able sure. to... Well, for sure, because it's very clear now, and Democrats understand this too, that the country will literally be bankrupt in five years if Obama does what he says he's going to do. I mean, that's like, everybody okay. knows that. Well, I mean, who's, so, but who, I mean, nobody can... Per, no, there's no expert well, on that. do the math. There's no... Just, well, just, just do the math now as to where we're headed if we don't do something. Well, I, I mean, was, I was reading in the in the UK Telegraph yesterday that the IMF and some other places have said that there was are, that there, the recession in America is going to end sooner than they thought. Yeah, well, I mean, again, talk okay, But look, look, the, the Obama says, for instance, okay, here's, what, here's what bothers me. It's not that I think Obama's a bad guy. I think he's a nice guy. He's probably a good guy. I think he loves his kids. I, you know, I'm not attacking him personally. But when he says, we need to do something about health care, well, why do you think the, qu- the quote, health care system, by the way, there is no health care system in the United States. But you got that right. when he's referring to the health care system, he's, he's talking really about Medicare and Medicaid. Yes, that's what's bankrupting the country. So it's it's poorly run, ill-conceived government programs that are sending us deep into the red. Well, now, so when on. Obama says, you know, we need to reform our healthcare system, what he's saying is we need to add to, expand, make more government programs just like the ones that are bankrupting us. It's crazy. I don't think that. The, I I agree with you. I do. I yeah, think I, that we, I agree with Tuck I, on this I, I do, one. Tuck, yeah. I do. I agree with you, buddy. But I, I think that that is only the surface of what our problems are. I don't think that Medicaid but that is and a Medicare. Huge, I don't huge think it's. A, I don't even think it's a huge issue, to be honest with you. I think that it's a big one, and it probably takes a ton of money. But I don't think it's the. It's the. I mean, I think the war in Iraq, which I'm not happy with how he's handled. I think that you know the the credit default swap. I think that the derag of the uh, of the banking industry or, or or the stock market as such. I mean, again, I don't think that Medicaid and Medicare are the culprits of why we are where we are. I don't think that they help, but I mean, there's other situations that. Well, he's I'm not a- saying that those that those two programs are single handedly destroying the country. I'm just saying I'm giving one example of his mismanagement. Look, let me, the guy, let me, I wanna- the guy doesn't know anything about economics. He's never had a real job. I, I mean, wanna- I, uh, let's be. He worked at, at a college. He was in the state legislature. He wrote two books about himself, and then he was like some organizer, volunteer or community organizer. I mean, uh, that's fine. It doesn't make you a bad person. Again, I don't think he is a bad person, but that's not the kind of grounding that gives you a sense of how the market works at all. And he clearly has no idea how the market works. I want to make a point with you about Iran, where I think Obama's right, where I have to disagree with you. From yeah. be, from being over there, and I took Middle Eastern studies through Syracuse University, and I dealt with the Saudis on a daily basis. So I've got a little bit of experience here. And where Obama's no, right, di- di- different ethnicity, different religion, but yeah, well, different sect of the same religion, but um, nonetheless, 
where Obama is right is these people are hyper uh, paranoid. They're xenophobic in Iran. They they definitely hate the West. So when Obama says, "Hey, look, that's their their election is their deal. The Iranians need to figure it out for themselves." That is going to be a quicker path to getting the clerics and the Ahmadinejads out of power. That's going to be a lot faster than the U.S. invading like we did in Iraq. Man, I don't think we need to invade anybody. Well, I, think I we don't need to... think anybody's talking about invading Iran. I mean, Iran's a real country. You know, Iran's not Iraq. Iraq was a, you know, an impoverished mess. But uh, Iran is a very large, pretty sophisticated country. I mean, you can't. I mean, I don't think anybody would consider invading it, right? Well, I think hard, I think I think Bush was hard, heavily considering hard telling what we're well, considering doing. I mean, hard telling what what we're going to consider doing. You know, I mean, I thought that uh, I really thought that we were going to get out of Iraq. I, I really did. Yeah, I, that's the thing I'm mad at Obama about is he's not. Well, that's do, so funny. I think not, someone comes on your show about once a week and told you several times that we were not going to get out of Iraq. <laughs> who's that, Iraq. Who's that idiot? Can you tell me that idiot's name? I can't remember. I think he lives in D.C. Whatever. Yeah. I'm not going to rub it in. James but Carvel? I think I did point that out like several hundred times that. That was a lie. We're going to get out of Iraq. Uh, no, we're not. It, it's a complete. It was a complete lie. He completely yeah. lied. You were right. You were right. You were right I, about I, that. I pay some homage to you, and if you were, I'd give you some man love if you were here by me right now. And, and, <laughs> and I'm going to no tell offense, you. No I feel safer here. I'm going to tell you why I'm against uh, his Supreme Court pick. Um, I've read through her decisions, and I, I could care less about her racist statements and race. I could care less about any of that. But I read a bunch of her decisions, and on Fourth Amendment, let me give you the most offensive one. She sided with the police and prosecutors, and this is no slight on police and prosecutors. They're human. They can make mistakes. They made a mistake and served a search warrant on the wrong house. Okay? They had a search warrant for address A. They served the warrant on address B. They find things and charge the person in address B where they served the warrant to the wrong house. On appeal, she said that it was fine for the police to go ahead, and the, not the police, the prosecutors to go ahead and prosecute and convict the person in House B, even though the warrant wasn't for that house. Well, they shouldn't well, that, be, whatever they, whatever they I mean, only common sense would show that anything that they found in House A, uh, because they illegally had a search warrant, should be, I don't care, you know. If, it, yeah, they served be, the warrant on the wrong place. It wouldn't be admissible in court. Yeah, and she said on appeal... That that was fine. That even though that they served the warrant on the wrong address, that everything that they found can be used in court, and the guy got convicted. Well, that's just totally ridiculous. The, which is why, I mean, and she's she's far more conservative than Souter, who she's replacing. Anyway, Tuck, some questions, man. I don't know if that makes her conservative. What's your what, like What's your opinion, uh, you know, on this, uh, you know, PC, warm and fuzzy PC deal that... Uh, that Sarah Palin has, has now officially think that she's a victim on this David Letterman flap. Uh, well, I hate that. I, I, you know, I think that Sarah Palin takes a lot of crap for cultural reasons because people in the media have never met anyone like her, and I think she's been unfairly attacked, and I think her family's been unfairly attacked. But I, I'm sorry, I just don't, I don't buy into this at all. I mean. You know, David Letterman, I don't actually like David Letterman, but that doesn't matter. I hate how easily offended we are. You know, just what hissy fits everywhere. You hurt my feelings. You, you should the, be fired. The, I hate the, that. The pussification, I hate that. The pussification of America. Imus. I don't like Imus either. I think Imus is a pathetic old Well, you don't like Imus because you're gay for Al Sharpton. But other than that, I mean, come on. Okay, okay. Look, I mean, I, you know, I'm not saying I don't have problems. I do. But I felt the same way about Imus. It's like people 
feel like, you know, the, having their feelings hurt is the worst thing well, that can now, happen. Well, now, hold America's on, though. America's turning into but a nation on, of just and I very agree. I agree. Yes. It's a pussification of America, but your best buddy is absolutely at the forefront of being the most guilty, and that's Al Sharpton. He has made a living on the pussification of America. No, and, and he, bull, bull Al crap. Sharpton couldn't do that without the complicity of guilty white people. It's their fault, okay? Uh, Al so Sharpton they, they is just pay on, him off because they're Al like, Sharpton is over. just in the buckle brush at all times, ready to lurk on somebody that's overstepped some word police, you know, some the N word or I'm just something well, you're that's right, stupid. But, you're right, but Tuck makes a good point. The guilty white people, these people that the, the the these people that automatically pay him off because they feel guilty inside instead of standing up to him are just as if guilty. Somebody said to Al Sharpton, if, if Don Imus had said to Al Sharpton, you know, Sharpton, I didn't say anything against you. There's nothing against you. This has nothing to do with you. There's nothing to do with all black people. Right. Why the Stay hell would I apologize it. to you or on your radio show? You're just a, a you're a poverty pimp. You're a race hustler. Yeah, I'm not going to a race hustler gonna, in it's any true. way. The, help you. the worst thing the worst thing I did was go on Sharpton's radio show. That was you know the what? worst thing I could have done. And the worst thing the, the the number one thing you could do is if you would have the balls to actually tell Al Sharpton that to his face, but you never Green, will. I've said that to him a thousand times. You've He's my friend. It. He knows that. I know that. That's why I love Sharpton because he like gets the joke. But it's people like Don Imus who are totally panicked and making poor decisions, they're the ones that make him possible. Because, yeah, they freak you know, out they and they apologize. The and they don't know what yeah. they're apologizing for. I that, haven't heard. Yeah. We haven't We haven't seen, maybe you know, what's up with Jesse Jackson. He hasn't reared his ugly head up in a long, long time. I think, I think well, the, he's trying to go rescue those two women from North Korea. I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing that Obama's done is I think he's taken a lot of power away from these so-called self-appointed black leaders. No, he hasn't. I think he has. Are you kidding? He's put a, he's put a bunch of bigots at the Justice Department, people who are going to like enforce these bizarre race-based laws we have. The Civil Rights Division at the Justice Department, under Eric Holder, who's a total mediocrity, by the way, is like more aggressive than ever. They're making. I mean, if you violate the tenets of diversity, you're going to get. You know, you're going to jail. No, this is like no, but those, people, those but people, people can no longer say that you know what you're white and you're keeping blacks down, and I'm gonna you know campaign against Toyota and Chevrolet unless you uh, Toyota and Chevrolet that have all been uh, contacted by uh, Sharpton and by uh, Jesse Jackson's Rainbow Deal have all been you know Clear Channel have all been given ultimatums either you play ball with us or we're gonna you know say that you're racist. Well, now they can say screw off, man. We got a black no, no, president. No, they, but but now the federal government's doing it for them. Now the federal government's saying the Justice Department's saying you you don't hire enough people of a certain color, you know, we're going to come after you. The federal government's going to come after you. If you don't, if you, if you fire someone of the wrong color, we're going to come after you. I mean, it's disgusting. If you don't give a certain amount of contracts to people because of their no, skin color, but, but we're going to go, you know, you've broken the law. Isn't that, that's not new. That's been going on for uh, for the longest time. Well, first Are you of all, saying- let's just be totally clear about what that is. It's racism. It's favoring one group over another based on skin color. Period. It's right. It's the, it meets every definition of the term. And, That's what it is. It's being perpetuated by the federal government. Yes, it's been around for forty years. No, it's never been as enforced in, as aggressively as it is now under Barack Obama. And, so, in fact, if you voted for Obama, hoping all that stuff would go away, we become a less race conscious and less racist country. I'm sorry, you cast the wrong vote because it's getting worse. Well, all, all that being said, now what if, uh, if Eric Holder is mediocrity? Which I could, I can see your point there. Absolutely, I'll, I'll, I'll concede that point. But I'll say he's better that mediocrity is better than Alberto Gonzalez and John Ashcroft and Mukasey put together because all of those were below mediocrity. Number one, and 
Why weren't you offended by Operation Pipe Dreams, where they spent over $20 million to put Tommy Chong in jail for making glass Really? Pipes? I don't know. Did, I'm sorry. Did you do an entire show on CNN about that? Oh, wait. No, I did. Ooh, I, I did an entire shame, show Hallie. on CNN defending too Tommy shame. Chong. <laughs> That's my boy, Tucker. Dreams. Way to bring it, kid. Way to bring it, Tuck. Okay. So, yes, I'm fully aware of that. I took a huge amount of crap for doing it. How about Ashcroft? Because why are you defending drugs? I was, I, I'm not defending drugs. I'm defending the right of people to be unmolested by their government when they make bongs. And by the way, that was after 9-11 when they should have been chasing terrorists. Which, by so the way, let me I ask couldn't question. agree with you more. How about Ashcroft at one time was trying to, uh, and, and, and damn near went through, or at least tried to get it go through, where he was going to eliminate all soft porn out of, uh, and pay-per-view porn out of hotel rooms under the guise of pornography. Well, you know, look, obviously, I, I, I just, I, I'm a libertarian. I literally couldn't disagree with that more. But that's a lot less pernicious than continuing Jim Crow in its latest form, which now. is called affirmative action. I have, a, I have a woman that, from Tampa, Tampa named Tracy that wants to talk to you. Tracy, you're on with Tucker. Go ahead. Hi. Um, I just wanted kind of to address the health care part of what you guys were talking about earlier. And I work for an HMO, and because I don't want it to get misconstrued about me speaking poorly, I'm not going to say which one because I'm not. But there are tons of Medicaid and Medicare recipients that have absolutely no clue who their um, appointed, you know, representative is for their HMO plan whenever they choose to go outside of just having straight Medicare. Now, they pay $96.40 a month to be, you know, eligible for Medicare for their Part B premium, but then Medicare pays insurance companies like mine and Medicaid, and sometimes Medicare and Medicaid both for duly eligible members, pay us either twelve to $1,800 a month for each person that we have that's on our plan, and I can tell you that I see about 45 to 47, 50% of the people that come from Medicaid never even use their benefits because they have no idea who Medicaid gave them to to, to you know manage their health care. And with the Medicare people, I'd say maybe about 30, 35% aren't even sick enough to use it to the you know amount of money that we're getting paid annually to, to carry their benefits for them. So, I mean, there is a huge waste of money as far as I'm concerned, and I agree with you 100% about that. And I think that, if anything, they should look at that part of it because they're, they're not even bringing in enough money to what they're paying out for somebody to, to handle their, their services for them. All right, Tracy, thank you so much. Well, I, I think I think we all would agree that you know there's so much mismanagement of of funds and of, of programs that I mean that's just probably just the beginning. I mean, how many times have you heard that we've paid you know nine hundred dollars for a hammer? I mean, come on. Yeah, I, I wonder. I mean, do you guys ever pay nine hundred dollars for a hammer? No, I no. don't. No, why not? Because you own it. Because yeah. it's your company. It's your building. It's your radio show. That nine hundred dollars comes out of your pocket. The only group that ever pays nine hundred dollars for a hammer is the government ever right because it's not their money and so they are look government does some things really well i'm not attacking government in every form i'm just saying government in this country is the least efficient organization we have period so how do we fix why it? would you want them to be in greater control over something as important as health care you wouldn't no i don't so how, so how, right. uh, so, so how, it's crazy. Like, I, and no one can, look. The problem is, it's you just heard it when that the, your caller just called in. She was saying stuff that was really interesting, but it was so complicated that most people are kind of glazing over yeah. because it's just it's complex. It's not easy to explain, and that's why all the stuff that is yeah. happening right now is is kind of going unchallenged because nobody understands it. 
it's scary. I, I think I think you're right, and and I think when you try to compare the United States to countries in Europe, the United States is so much larger than any country in Europe. I don't think that 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 system, the systems that some of those countries in Europe use, I don't think those systems would work in the United States because we're so much larger uh, a country. Well, there's no doubt about that, and you know those countries are different in other ways too. I mean, you know, culturally they're different. Um, so, I mean, they're just a lot. You know, and, uh, you, you you can't. And, and by the way, I wouldn't argue that European socialism has been a great success. I mean, you can you can pretty much tell, you know, a, a lot about a country by its birth rate. And if a, if people in the country aren't having enough children to even reproduce themselves as a population, that kind of tells you something. Now, Tuck, you know what I mean? Tuck, let me ask you a question on the Sarah Palin tip. You know, 13% of all Republicans said that they thought Rush Limbaugh was their leader. Uh, 6% said... Um, uh, McCain, and then there was like well, Bobby Jindal in there. Or I don't know who the hell it was, but it was nobody. Uh, Rush had the highest percentage at 13 points. Yeah. One, well, who do you think the up and coming Republican person could be? And two, you know, is Sarah Palin over? Is it done? Let me just say that Democrats are always saying, oh, the Republican Party's in total disarray. You know, it's chaos. They don't know what they're doing. They don't even know how bad it is. I mean, it's actually worse than that. The Republican Party is, has basically ceased to exist. So, I wouldn't be surprised if 13% of Republicans said that Ralph Nader was their leader. I mean, they just don't even know. They have no idea where they are or where they're going. Sarah Palin, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't rule it out. I mean, I think she's made some really bad decisions. I think the stuff with her family is crazy. That the guy, Levi Garrett or whatever his name is, who's you know, impregnated her daughter, and then she's getting in a public fight with him, and he's saying things about her, and she's responding. I mean, it's like so demented. She, so she's not very mature. And I was saying this the other day, and I know you don't like Hillary, but I think that if Hillary argued with everybody that criticized her, it would be endless in the media. Well, sure. Well, that's actually a fair point. I agree with you. I mean, you, you learn after a certain point when you've taken enough crap, and I know you guys are, are at this place. I certainly am. You know, it's just not worth it in the end to... It doesn't help you to engage every single person. No, we haven't, that, we haven't learned that yet, man. We're all about engaging. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you, I know. I know for a fact you've learned that lesson. So. Uh, now, let me ask you a question. You know, the all the conservatives and stuff, like yourself, you know, they they basically didn't like Bush. Liberals now they they have they're got a, a ton of heat with with Obama. And what he promised, you know, but has, has politics just become like, you know, like a popularity contest and about winning elections and but not really, really just saying what it takes to get up there and get elected. But at the end of the day, Bush didn't do anything. I mean, his first state of the union, union address was I'm going to have do tort reform. My God, if we're not if we don't if we're not in need of tort reform, then what the hell are we in need of for eight years? He never addressed it ever again. I mean, is, right. it, is it all about just bamboozling and being the prettiest and the hottest and the most well-spoken and the most well-versed? Is that what it's? Is that what our country has become? Uh, because uh, yeah, of- and you're you're so right about tort reform, and no one ever says that, and I I just could not agree with you more. Tort reform is one of the things we most desperately need. Yeah, I mean, I think I mean I think that this whole the left is mad at Obama thing is overblown. I mean, Obama's look, he was a coward on gay marriage. I mean, I'm for gay marriage, so I disagree with his cowardice. I am too. I, I, th- I agree with you. I, I agree with you 100 on that I, I statement. I 100 think that you know there's not a bu- there's not a book or a belief or or anything that should be you know if somebody wants to be with somebody, uh, let it let it happen. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. And by the way, we ought to be encouraging lifelong monogamous commitments. I mean, whether they're gay or straight. Anyway, I, I agree with the left on that one point, but. 
On everything else, he's given them exactly what they wanted. I mean, the first thing he did was make sure U.S. tax dollars went to pay for more abortions than the rest of the world. He's totally, completely imposed a, like a socialism on the on the banking system, on uh, on the U.S. economy, and he's going to increase that. I mean, I don't know. He couldn't be more left-wing, so I don't really understand what the... Com- I think this is just like a small group of complainers. No, there's the, and the Republicans the, don't complain very much because they don't... They're, they're so disorganized, they don't even know what's going on. There's some complaints from the civil libertarians as well. Um, uh, Obama has continued to fight in court some of the same fights that President Bush did on executive privileges, almost exactly right. the same. So, well, that's really... That is upsetting. I have to say, that is upsetting, and I hope the left holds his feet to the fire on that. This whole, I'm going to be the most open president ever. Anybody who's dealt with their press operation knows that's not true at all. No, it isn't. I mean, they are totally, they are every bit as contemptuous of the press as the Bush people were. Now, they're smarter than the Bush people were. There's no doubt about that. There are a lot of dummies in the Bush press operation. The Obama press people are pretty smart. But they have the same attitude, exactly, which is you don't have a right to know. And we, you know, we were elected, you weren't shut up. I mean, that's their attitude. Trust me. Anyway, Tuck, I love you, buddy, and I'll see you. You guys are the best. I'll see you next week. I'll see you next week, okay, buddy? I'll be here. Bye now.